welcome back to another episode of the Genius for Geek Podcast. This is your host, Charlie Radio Williams. And this is Sean Luke. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back to another, another episode of the Genius for Geek Podcast. Alive because somebody decided that they wanted to do a fake death and bring in another guest, oh, all because oh, I was out of town for one why week. Why are you so loud? All right, yo, like, and yo, this dude, whatever his name is, just Jerome Ezekiel Thompson guy. Uh, Jet, um, yo, all right, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the G's for Geek podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Radio Williams, and they're very much alive, Sean Luke. And before we get into this episode, let me just start by saying. Um, hand, you're fired. Go home. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> How, um, wait, 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 You did. What? You what? are fine. Yeah. You are fine. No, you did nothing so, wrong. Uh, okay, for those of you who listened to our, we released our early cut episode um, for the GHP podcast. And you know, um, it was near can, Comic-Con. Can I, can I please finish, sir? Because I've had, I've gone through a lot of emotions yeah. on this show, not having you here, and I, I miss you. I deeply, <laughs> deeply, deeply. Miss you. I've never done the podcast without with you to the point that I didn't say anything. And on the last episode, I was pretty much speechless. He was afraid. Um, um, I, 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 I felt I, like I, my I life that. was threatened. I can see the fear in his eyes right now. So pretty much for those who are tuning in, uh, our last episode, um, that we had some bad news that um, Hannibal gave me that was false news. Uh, um, he told me that Sean Luke was found um, with Rice Krispie treats around his body and lube and a koala plush outfit, plungers, and, and a DVD copy of Soul Play. No, no, that's that's what he gave me. I have the paperwork right here. He ran in and said, Charles, um, look, radio, you're going to have to do this without Sean. What he didn't tell me is that that was somebody else that he knew. And that you were out of town doing business. It was fake news. Yeah, so um, I said, this is last minute. This really sucks. We need to get um, a replacement guest on here. I said, can you find somebody? He said, I got this. I got this. Where did you go? Craigslist. And where did I tell you not to go? Craigslist. Why would you go to Craigslist? It was fast. Okay, so so right then and there, he goes on Craigslist. He interviewed several different people who will probably be on this show at one point. Of course. Um, but this one particular personality that I did not get to vet before we got on the air, he just walked in, sat down at the microphone, um, stared at me very intensely, um, almost to the point that I felt like my life was in danger. But he was a, he was a, he was a good guy, um, just very... Very, 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 very intense. All right. Yo, okay. it's not here. Why you so, still have that fear? Um, Apparently, we're in this brand new studio, too. Like, damn. Well, like, even though I told him. Did you really, like, really splurge on a new studio? Even though I told him that uh, we were moving, um, he, he managed to track me down. I don't know how. No one told him where we were. You know? No one did. Yeah. Um, but then again, I did see a photo on our Instagram um, of the outside of the building on um, Hannibal's IG. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. Way to go. He's a very passionate guy. Way yeah. To go. Very passionate. Straight, straight up. I know. I'm saying. Yeah. And straight then up. I also saw photos of Hannibal at, like, a birthday party with him. Um, yeah. You know, at the club with him, um, strippers, um, 
My man. We're, like, we're like brothers, though. Uh, apparently so. Uh, apparently so. Well, anyway, I'm happy to have you back as my official co-host. Um, happy I'm happy you're alive. You're looking well. Thank you very much. Appreciate um, it. By now, we've probably already been to NYCC. Yeah, but we're gonna hold off on that for for okay. for a week because we gotta gather. We gotta gather us because think about it. NYCC just ended. So much stuff happened. It was such an intense weekend. Right. Um, as apparently, as Ken was saying, like um, Jet would say, like straight up, it was just the most explosive con. That uh, I wouldn't say explosive. He used the word fire a lot. Oh, OK. A lot. You mean straight fire? No, 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 <laughs> no. Fire a lot. Fire, not fire. Like. Fire like fire, like the slang that it's gonna be like really hot. I mean, really I awesome. thought that as a hippie geek, I thought I I thought that myself. Yeah. Um, clearly not. Well, all I'm saying is, is that we'll hold off for a week, <clears throat> gather our thoughts, and then this way when we when we come back, we can talk about everything New York Comic Con post show. Okay. Okay. Uh, but right now, let's talk about something else that's been happening. It's actually a little part of Comic Con, but not directly. Uh, let's talk about DC TV. Ooh, right. That's the and this is this is That's something the I wanted, that I know. This is something that we wanted to talk about for a minute because mm. think about it. Arrow literally just came back. Uh, Flash just came back. You know, all the big shows are coming back, and it is the focus is on the crisis on infinite earths, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And right now, like there, even though the episodes haven't come out yet, you know, this is only just the premieres. Um, the, the photos that have been coming out with Brandon Routh as the Kingdom Come Superman, you know, you have Clark Kent, Lois Lane from Smallville. And that just warms my heart to see that because I'm a huge Smallville fan. Oh, so DC's right? tapping into the multiverse storyline? Oh my God, Marvel? it is complete multiverse. They're, they're tapping and in. I don't know if they're going to do the storyline of the comics where they're going to implode the multiverse into one universe, or they're just going to keep the multiverse and just let, um, basically, spoiler alert, Oliver die. Well, um, I'm more, I think, I think I, I'm not invested because Oliver dies. Why are you not invested in that? Because he's taking the place of The Flash. I'm just saying, I need more shows of him telling us about how the city needs um, a vigilante. And then I need those cut scenes where they take us back to the island. Well, I like the fact that that based on the the, the trailer and the premiere, he's actually traveling to different worlds, right? He's traveling through time and through multiverses, right? To try and gather an army of people who could stop the anti-mafia. Okay, which is completely amazing. I can't and I really do hope that they do this justice. Speaking of justice. Why do I feel like they turn Oliver into Tony Stark? Because he is the centerpiece for the Arrowverse. I mean, for God's sakes, the, the show Arrow was literally named, like the whole universe. And, named and I'm also show. slightly disappointed that they didn't bring in Black Lightning. Well, that's going to come in during the crisis. Oh, wait. They, so they did decide to actually bring Black Lightning. Yes, he's going to be part of that crisis, okay. right? I don't know if Oliver's going to come pick mm-hmm. him up or if he's just going to be caught up in the void. Okay. Either or. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. Like, come on. Now. Like, it's the biggest, most ambitious crossover event ever. And yes, I am, I am including Endgame. And the only reason why I'm including Endgame is because Endgame had characters within one universe together. We're talking about characters for DC. We're talking about characters in multiple universes. Well, once again, 
where DC is doing is jumping straight to the multiverse. Marvel gave us a universe, and now they're about to give us the multiverse. Well, they're going to give us the multiverse, but it's not going to be the same, which which it shouldn't be. It should not be the same as what DC's doing. I need my Andrew right? Garfield, my um, Toby McGuire. Oh, you're, 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 that's going to be your future pitch for later on uh, this episode? Yeah. Okay. I'm not even really a pitch because if we get it, I feel like it's a possibility that we get it. So it's not really a pitch. I, I just want it. We'll get to that. But we're talking about Justice. One of the shows that has been doing Justice in its second season, Titans. Titans. I know you don't watch it, right? Because I know that's like not you your show. You won't give me your password? Yeah, well, I don't have a password either. Oh. Oh. YouTube is an amazing thing. Oh. <laughs> um, but the, the, the dynamic and the growth that this show has done from season one to season two, I really enjoy it. Like, DC finally has a stride. And don't get me wrong, it started with Doom Patrol. And I spoke to this to you about, about this last time, right? Where Doom Patrol was such a sleeper hit because of the zaniness and the craziness. For God's sakes, Flex Metallo, Metallo, right? He flexed the wrong muscle and everybody in the vicinity had an orgasm, but that's including the, wait, a street. But keep in mind, Titans was a sleeper hit too. Um, Titans was not a sleeper hit. It, it was, was a, a disappointment hit. in the first season. Uh, but do you think that was because of a lot of the trolling that was going around, a lot of the how, especially centered around the character, the actress who's playing Starfire, that everybody was knocking her. Well, not everybody, but you had the typical boys club that was knocking her or the fans who were knocking her instead of realizing, hey, like, we're in a different unit. We're, we're in a different time. Right. You know? So I don't, like, when I watch her now, I see her being Starfire. Right. In the beginning, it was very awkward, not only because, you know, and I don't look at it through the race or whatever. And then the fact that she's black or whatever, because I, I could give two shits. Right. Um, I look at it from can you do the character justice? Right. Can you can you play Starfire the way we want her to be played? Okay. Right. Or the way the director wants her to be. Played? Wait, I want to call you out on something because I realize you kind of say something almost every episode. And I think this is a call out to me too, and mostly geek culture and our culture. I feel like we need to stop calling out actors and actresses and saying that they're doing the bad job and also hold writers accountable and studios accountable because there's tons of content out there that, yeah, the, the moment we disagree, we automatically go to the actor or the actress, but they're just doing their job. Well, I mean, if they do a good job, no matter what's given to them, then we give them the leeway and we literally blame the, the writers. I don't, but I don't feel like we do that a lot. It's I feel like, because, I feel it's, like because it's so easier to blame the face. It's because the direction in which they would go. Like, actors do have some free range as to where to go with the character. You're correct. Okay? So, yes, while I do agree, we do need to put the onus more on directors, writers, producers. Yeah. Right. The, the, the actors themselves need to portray or at least need to acknowledge the fact that they're in a bad writing situation or they're in a bad directing. Situation. Well, here, here's a here's a good example. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Daredevil with Ben Affleck. OK. Right. If you really look at that movie, he's not at fault. He's not at pure fault. A lot of that is the scripted writing that he was given. Right. We people didn't start acknowledging writers until you get to Fox's 
second version of the Fantastic Four. Okay. Which that movie was chopped up so much. It was rushed. I mean, it still hit the silver screen, but once again, like... Yeah, but then you got situations like, and I know we're talking about DC, but we're going to go Marvel here, right? Uh, but Dark Phoenix, right? Jessica Chastain's character in Dark Phoenix was so monotone and so, like, blah. But that's writing. That's not writing. Could be direction. That, it was. It could have been direction, so, yeah. but it's also the actress as herself. Yeah. Maybe the actress didn't know what kind of way to portrayal, but so instead of actually creating a persona, she went straight stoic. You should never go stoic. Like I character. don't know, because I feel like even if you look at the movie franchise in general, like the X-Men series has been on a roller coaster of enjoyment and like what the fuck moment. Well, like that's to me, that's for the last two movies. That was Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. So it was just like, like you got the Ivan Ooze as Apocalypse. Right, and then you have the literal remake of X Men: The Last Stand as the Dark Phoenix. You know, it, it, the movie itself just made no sense. And I actually watched this movie. Well, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wolverine Origins is another one. Okay, so now this is where it gets much. Which, which Ryan Reynolds? I'm, I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. But that's what I'm saying. That this is where it gets muddy because when you look at Wolverine Origins, there were good moments in Wolverine Origins. Origins. Everything leading up, everything. So Wolverine oranges. Everything. We're gonna start slicing the oranges now. Everything prior to them fighting on top of the. the I think some of the character introductions were really good. Um, not. Oh, all, the blob obviously. was good. I think. I think the way they. I think the way they did Gambit was pretty decent. It was too short though. Well, yeah, of course, it's because it's a Wolverine movie. No, Wolverine no, no, but, but I'm just saying he could have had more. He could have had a little bit more, just a little bit more airtime. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree with that too. But I think in general, like, and now we now we can turn this turn this circle around for DC. Well, okay, then because then Suicide, have to look, Suicide Squad. See, now here's the thing. This is where now this is where we're, we're talking about when it comes to actors versus direction and writing. Will Smith and Margot Robbie knocked it out the park as their respective characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the writing and with whatever was given to them. Jai Courtney, I don't know what the hell. He was not captivating. Well, I, I, mm, I, I don't feel like they really gave him enough to go off of. I feel like the person that they gave the most was Inferno. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I, th- I thought him portraying that character was also pretty awesome. Um, right? And, and to me, even given like the, the, the worst stuff or the, like, the, the minimal stuff, you understand most of these actors, with the exception of a few, right, make the most of it. Well, so even if you take Killer Croc, right, and this is this is outside of writing. I think this is a combination of writing and and character development. Well, uh, character creation. Uh, I feel like they went with Killer Croc and did what they did with Thing from the first two Fantastic Fours. They try to give us a more realistic, like human size um, character instead of realizing you already gave us Superman, you already gave us Wonder Woman, you already gave us Doomsday. Why not give us a little bit more of the Killer Croc that we know? Because they were trying to cram so much movie into a short period of time. Well, do you think it didn't come down to the formula that happened with like the uh, was it Batman uh, Forever and Batman um, and Robin, where it became this thing where you can't have too many villains or too many characters on screen? Well, this is the part. 
if you can balance out characters of villains into heroes, then it's fine. It's when you have an overabundance of heroes, but not enough character development to the villains. That's when it becomes real shaky. So here's where I want to bring you full circle. Because um, I think I've, I, I, I kind of, Marvel aside, because I want to see how Marvel TV universe handles Yeah, it. I can't wait for that. Like, um, I'm I looking think, forward to that. So TV-wise, right? I think Marvel has shown us both cinema as well as television universe that they can do it on both platforms, that they can write a story um, on both platforms. I think right. DC has shown us cartoon as well as TV-wise that they can write multiple characters on screen and give us a story. I think when it comes to their cinema universe, that they're not there yet, that they're still fishing instead of going to the original source material. But with that being said, that's why I always go back to is it the actor or is it the studio and the writers and what's being given to us as well? Well, you got to understand as, a, as an actor, they have influence as to where the direction is going with the character. Like, for example, Zachary Lee meets Shazam. Mm-hmm. That was actually a really good interpretation of Shazam, okay. right? And Zachary Levy's comedic charm was a part of that, right? He lent in his own personality, his charm, just to enjoy what was going on with them, right? And just and even in that the spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't seen Shazam yet, even when they um, hold on, let's wait. Okay, even when they brought in the rest of the family and brought in the Shazam family, right? You already were grew, you already were invested in these children, these orphans, that you know that seeing them technically grow up was just literally a growth in character as to what was what they wanted to do. Mm, not necessarily, because once again, it's like you gave us a kid's movie, and that's how you have to look at it. Because once again, um, Shazam could have been far darker. I think went. it was. I think it was a lot darker than people anticipated. I don't think so. I feel like I feel like it was still light. The only reason why it was light, and once again, this goes to the credit of the actors mm-hmm. and everybody, it's light because the actors themselves portrayed a duality of boyish and childish charm versus desperate seriousness. That was mm-hmm. what was going on. Well, no, because once again, and let's take it back to the DC television universe, right? Um, Flash, super light, super huggable, super like yeah, but not every episode. Arrow, arrow, arrow. Once again, with all the I've been on Allen. Yeah, that changed. Super dark, like all that changed. Um, uh, black lightning, black lightning, black lightning is um, for the people. Uh, black exploitation. I, I, I it is. Say it's, it is. It's black exploitation, and it's and it's. But I feel like form. I feel like they're about to repeat Arrow with. Batwoman. Well, you kind of have to. Just have to just flip the script a bit and make it more female-centric. Because uh, Supergirl has that small bill bill to it. it. It really does have that small Well, Supergirl has expanded immensely. Supergirl has expanded immensely since then. Right? You, you have this whole alien versus normals, if you will, storyline that they had going on. Right? And it just expanded into the Supergirl mythos. Okay. To the point where it's literally it's literally reflecting the immigration stuff that's happening in the real world. And yes, I know we're not going to go into politics because that's not what we do. But for that show, that's what they want to do. They want to go ahead and tackle 
what current problems are having, or at least what somewhat current problems are having, flip it into something that's relatable to the show, right? And then regurgitate it to, to, to basically say, we understand, and this is what we, uh, this is how, how we feel about it, and hopefully you feel the same. Can I say how much I miss you? How much I wish that the last episode was you and me doing this? It's, it, can I say that? I'm just glad I'm not dead. I, I love you, so. I love you too, bro. Thank you. Bro, love. Straight up. Throw me in. Y'all gonna hug us up? No. Come on. Not yet. Nah. Okay. Cool. So, with that being said, can I throw some pitches out there? Throw some pitches out there. Okay. So. Here we go. Them yeah. pitches. So, first pitch, and this is from uh, two episodes ago. Um... I was inspired, well, actually two episodes ago, we made a comment about um, Siri or Google having an anime voice. Um, I think Amazon should definitely do that. Um, but I also found out that on pre-order, um, the, uh, not the Alexa, the Google Home is getting Samuel L. Jackson's voice. Yes. Is getting, so this isn't even a pitch. This is just me super excited that one morning I'm going to wake up and ask for the news and it's going to be Samuel L. Jackson's voice um, for my Google Home. I <laughs> Wake up, motherfucker! I want that. I want that. Yeah. I the, think the, that's... The, the Alexa voice is just kind of... Or either one of them, like, you're kind of tired, dry. Like, you, know, you want some... Like, the Waze app for the GPS tracking. They had voices, thousands of voices already on there. I want a Samuel L. Jackson ringtone. What's he gonna say, motherfucker? I don't know. I just want it to be like lines from like a movie. <laughs> your phone is ringing, motherfucker. Yeah, it's your goddamn phone. Okay, so this is a PG show. I don't know. PG where? Okay, thirteen. So you can throw a person. I was just saying. I, I want to. I want a Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. I'm tired of this motherfucking phone. Can we make that happen? Motherfucking ring. Yeah, like. I want that. But just talk about Samuel L. Jackson. I want. I also also things. I also want Samuel L. Jackson to do Um, when the movie first starts, right? And it tells you to put away your phone. I want Samuel L. Jackson to do a promo of him telling people to put their phones away. That's what I want. I also want Samuel L. Jackson's um, voice on MTA telling me what's the next stop. Hold on on a second. So you like Samuel Jackson? Why? His voice? Uh, he, he he just sounds so serious. His intensity, you know, his imagine, passion. Imagine, oh, I, I was so no, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think there's something wrong. Jet, there. You jet, miss no, someone? Dude. No, I don't miss Jet. Yeah, you right? do. A little. You miss the you miss no, the guest host, don't no, you? No, I don't miss you Jet. Wait, am Jet waking you up? No. With no, his voice. Jet did wake me up. Um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> night um, The door, my everything was locked before I went to bed, and then um. I I woke up and Jet was there. Jet was staring at me, and then he whispered, um, he whispered something at me, and <laughs> I was like, Jet, what what are you doing here? He wants another shot. Apparently, he's um, over here. He's this man literally went to your home, right? He told and me it was fire. Exactly. He heard the episode. Heard it was fire. F Y F I Y A, mind you. F Y wait what? F I Y A, fire. He said he fire. He did send us an email. He said um that he wants us to help him produce a show for YouTube's 
For the YouTubes? For the YouTubes. That's a oh, word. He, he, he said tubes. Yeah. He said tubes. Wow. He added an S to everything. That's, no, we didn't try to correct it. No. <laughs> we don't do that. You know, you not at all. You didn't try to correct well, them at Charles, all. Charles was playing with his life. I wasn't oh, playing with anything. <laughs> I I made a comment. I Charles, said, um, you you like you like straddling the I, line no, between life and I death. I made a comment. Oh. I said uh, I said to him that uh, when we go to the cons, I'm going to have um, guards with me and some cigars. Those was my words. I said I'm going to have guards and some cigars with me. And he couldn't tell the difference between me saying guards and cigars. Those were oh my words. Yeah. I said, I'm going to have guards and cigars. All right. Well, obviously, um, Comic-Con is over. As well as, you don't need the cigars. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but he was... Um, so, and just, to, just to go back, because this way to, to distract you from what Jet was doing to you. Right? Uh, recently, we was talking about upcoming movies regarding DC. Oh, God. Right? Um... Well, one, the Harley Quinn animated show is coming out, which uh, should be interesting. It's very R-rated. Well, their animated shows are pretty... Really, yeah, I'm, not, really I'm, well I'm actually really really well-received so, about it. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I'll give you my review. Animated, their animated shows are better than their actual live-action movies. I will, you know what? I want to give a quick review to uh, Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that literally just came out this last week. Actually, oh. it was last week. Uh, really? Not last week. Uh, two... Ago, oh, wait, one, uh, it was the end, it was like the last week before September, okay, right? The last week of September. Um, it came out that Tuesday. Um, I downloaded it, um, through digital, and I gotta say, I was completely impressed by it. It oh. was, um, obviously, they always break in the fourth wall, um, they always making fun of like was, the tropes, but the, the best there? part of it was BER, BER, yes, actually, not BER, but. This is what I was leading to. Spoiler alert for everyone. Towards the end of the film to fight Trigon, right? They form the Crisis of Infinite Titans. Oh, really? Yeah, the League of Infinite Titans where they have all different Titans from all different universes, including the BER universe. Yes. And there's a point where he literally does transform back into, the cyborg transforms into the, um, I, to the truck. That's what I want. Yeah, it's amazing. It was it's so many different animation styles in that one area. They even had the new um, DC Universe style with um, with the Red Robin and all that stuff. That that new look that they have for the for the DC that animated movies. New look. Yeah, you know how like they have them in Judas the Titans Judas contract mm-hmm. and stuff. Those new, they have a version of them there, right? And it's just completely amazing. I liked it. I I chuckled and I had a lot of fun with it. I do hope that it does lead to season six mm-hmm. right which is what they were planning to do you know um my biggest problem with titans is that i feel like and i, I think this is with some animations when you have two less of characters on the show so perfect example like i love the cartoon spot cats okay i just felt like yeah, it, was, it was short it had two like i kind of wanted them to have like at least two more characters well, I mean, they technically had four. They had the two main characters, and then they no, had no, two no, other no, 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 no. They're not SWAT. They're not SWAT cast. No, no. But do you know what I mean? Like sometimes there's shows that have like wait. So like, so like when Gargoyles, you, like take like, Justice League, take okay. the Justice League animation, right? Yeah. And then when they did Justice League Unlimited, Unlimited, I felt like Justice League Unlimited was just too many. Okay. But I felt like so I felt like Justice League was just right. But all they need to do was interchange some characters in and out. From time to time, which I think they did. So I just have this thing like when I'm watching cartoons, like I just kind of like 
I guess that's more my guilt. You want to break the monotony of it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, get it. like, it's like having Power Rangers. It's like Power Rangers. Yeah, like, not like Power Rangers, they change the characters here and there. Well, no, like, with Power Rangers, I think what it is, do I have a pet peeve? I think it's like, you get five characters in the start, and, you know, you're always about to get the six. But then, every now and then, like, they, they change the formula where it's like, you get three characters, yeah, and then you get two, and Later then, on. Like, at some point, it ends up being six. Right. So, but I, I kind of like that, that characters join on over a period of time, or you have like five. I just so, like when it's like two or yeah, three. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I, I mean, me personally, I just like, you know, like, for example, I've always loved Batman. I've always loved Superman, the cartoons and stuff. And, you know, I like that character-centric, character-driven mm-hmm. storyline that they had for that, that particular superhero. Right. Yes, having teams together does bring forth a different dynamic, and the, what Justice League did correctly was they didn't break um, character development for just a simple for just having more members. I felt like since they built upon the core seven, right, and they continue the storyline regarding the core seven, everybody else, yes, in unlimited, yes, a lot of characters became secondary, but characters that matter to people like Green Arrow, like Adam. Right, like question. But I think like whether they, they whether, if you're, whether if you're looking at either Image or Marvel or DC or Variant or no even the indie comic books or companies, right? Yeah. You're always gonna have your A stars. Well yeah, no matter what. And then there's and I feel like when you have your B stars, the problem with B heroes is that it feels like B heroes are in a rank system. That they always fluctuate between B, C, D. So there's something that was said in Justice League Unlimited. Oh, it was right okay. after it was right after um, the original team got arrested, mm-hmm. right to take to take the blame for the satellite hitting the cabins. Steele said that those first seven, it wasn't because they were here first. It wasn't because they're the most powerful. It's because that those seven had something special about them that nobody else can duplicate. I love moments when geeks can recite something from somewhere else. Yeah, no, it wasn't. And it just, it just reminds you, um, like, uh, I had that moment the other day with, with my roommate. Um, somebody said something about Klingons, mm-hmm. and I was out of nowhere. I'm like, well, Klingons were actually, they're the descendant of like shelf uh, like these giant cell shellfishes that evolved and turned towards me he's like that sounds like you get how much of a geek you are. <laughs> how much so geek. speaking of uh, bringing in stuff and uh finally before we cut off i just want to talk about one more thing and that's the upcoming batman film i thought you meant your regular film. no 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 the upcoming oh. batman film with um, right? twilight guy yeah with robert pattinson i i reserve judgment to see until he we actually see like I've always reserved judgment for every mm-hmm. character until I see it and then I pass judgment. Okay, right. But they're talking about having well, one they're talking about bringing in Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, okay. which means that it's a strong possibility that we're going to get a, either a biracial, biracial, or a black Batgirl. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I do have a pitch. I saw this today, and this needs to happen. Go ahead. It actually deals with biracial. J. Jonah Jameson. Marvel. I know you gave us J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh-huh. Uh, you gave us the Alex Jones version. 
Okay. What I need is, and I really, really need this. Right? Ooh, my mouth is water. I need for Ice Cube to get play to play as J. Jonah Jameson. And then there was what? Have you not seen the photos online of Ice Cube as J. Jonah Jameson? No, I have not. Listen, Google these photos of Ice Cube. But what would he as do? Jay- like, would he be it's a freaking correspondent? Ice or? Cube. No, no, no. Because, like you just said, we got the Alex Jones version of J. Jonah Jameson. I know. I just need right? Ice Cube. And in the Spider Man video just, game, in the Spider Man video game, he had his own NPR type. Um, radio station after he it's, it's kind of like how Donald Glover was making fun of Michael Cedar playing Shaft right this is one of those things that I would love to see in the theaters I would love to see Michael Cedar play Shaft and I would love to see Ice Cube play J. Jonah Jameson oh. <sighs> right. okay well I don't, think like, I don't think Charles would have brought that pitch up with Jet around Jet no. would have probably set that down what are you get off of, stop, <laughs> stop, stop cloud chasing Jet alright <laughs> Delete him off your IG, sir. I don't want to do that. Right. Man, that's a long IG, apparently. Right. I, I heard that Instagram name in the back. I couldn't even find it. Yeah. I don't think anybody could find and it. And you know what? You know, I'm going to say this now. Yeah. I I am not afraid to jet. Oh, yeah? The Char- oh, really? The Charlie Radio Williams that was on that episode huh. was only playing. Was only uh, playing. Okay. To, okay. To, to the personality that Jet is. All right, but I'm good. All right, if Jet was here right now, yeah. I'd be like, "Yo, Jet, real talk, Jet." Okay. Clapping my hands. All right. Real talk. This is the G for Geek. The G is for Geek. I'm not stuttering. I'm not stuttering. Okay. This is okay. the G for Geek podcast. I'm Charlie Radio Williams. Okay. All right. Like I said, bro. I'm like the Conan of the show. You, my Andy Richter. All right. Relax, bitch. All right. Relax. All right. Before you get these hands. All right. Before I clap on him, all right? Before I hot, slap hot fire, right? You know he's only saying this because he's no, not here. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that because this is who I am. So you do realize if Jet hears all of he's this. He's going to hear all this. Jet, if he hears all of this, he knows how to get into your house Jet, already. Jet, I'm not worried about Jet. I'm not, I'm not afraid of Jet. Okay. I'm not afraid of Jet. So you're not afraid of him coming I will to have, your house? I will have Jet back on the show next month. Next okay. month. Next month, I will have Jet back on the show. Is that before or after he stabs? No security guards. Should we play the audio next month? No. All this so just yeah, like, we, we can do a recap. Okay. We can do a recap of who Jet is, have him back on the show, you know, talk about him. You know, I don't know. Will you be in town when Jet's here? I will be in town. And we have Jet on the show. And um Yeah, and you, me and him we're gonna we're gonna solve our difficulties. It's gonna be me, Jet, you, Sean, and uh, we're gonna solve this. Wow, this is gonna be the first ever four gonna, person, you know. We're going to get down to the nitty, the gritty. The nitty, the And um, I'm going to um, just talk to my karate coach. Because, um, you know, right now, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a yellow belt. Oh, it's yellow. Yellow, yellow. Yellow, yellow belt with two, with two, with two tapes. Uh-huh. Two, okay. You know, but I'm moving up. Okay. So by next month, you know, I should be a black belt. You know, I'm moving up in the rig. I got to see how he's completely distracted. I got to test the Batman movie. I'm just saying. Like getting the scaredness of Jet. No, I'm just saying like we like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So on that note, um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be alive. Welcome back. Welcome. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
This has been another wonderful episode. Next week, we will be talking about Comic-Con again, but this will be Mm post-show. So it's going to be very interesting. Mm -hmm. But for now, this is the unofficial face of SketchFed Studios, Sean Luke. And I can't kill you off. Um, This is Charlie Radio Williams, and we are the Street Fighter Boys. Street Fighter Alright, we'll, we'll figure it out next time. Alright, yeah, alright, yeah. Right, so, we'll and as always, we are. The Genius for Geek Podcast with Charlie Lydia Williams and Sean Lucas, a presentation of SketchFed Studios, produced by Charlie Williams and edited by Hannibal Darby. To find more episodes of the Genius for Geek Podcast, make sure you check them out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else your podcast needs. If you need to hear Charlie Radio Williams and Sean Luke shoot the shit on any of your topics or questions, please send a tweet to the two geeks on Twitter, or you can send a message on Instagram for the Geektopians. For web series, podcasts, blogs, and more, please make sure to head over to sketchfedstudios.com. And as always, stay geeky, stay you.